under our new format here, this is the Dead Harvey podcast and YouTube channel. And uh, we are in this episode, we're looking forward to 2022 and things that are things that we think are going to show up and things we're watching and things we want to look at. And of course, we are doubling down on on our B movies and indie horror because um, that's what we're all about here. So one of the things we talked about in, in last week, but we're going to talk about it again here is that um, it was announced, I think, in mid-2021 that Tubi was going to do a slate of Tubi originals. Um, and I think they did come out with a bunch at the end of last year, uh, but this is the year that they have a bunch of them coming out. So I think this is something to watch. And the reason I think it's something to watch is like Netflix and Disney, like we were talking about, they bring out high-budget, really basically Hollywood level stuff. What I love about Tubi is that they're basically doubling down their original Mm -hmm. programming around low budget shit. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, like your guilty pleasures of uh, low budget cinematic wasteland, then uh, Tubi is the spot for you and it's free. Yeah. And 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 tons of options on there too. There's tons of options on there Mm -hmm. and it's an interesting platform because Mm -hmm. it's ad based. So it is free, right? But they, they, they inject an ad every once in a while, but they also take just about anything, right? Like, so there's a lot of stuff on there and this format AVOD um, is a great format for indie filmmakers. So my hope is that with Tubi can drag a bunch of people over there from what I've read, it is owned by Fox or partnered with Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, hopefully what happens is all of a sudden this is the start of more people understanding that there's some fun B-movie crap out there. So, but uh, is that not, does AVOD, does that stand for advertising video? Advertising, on demand? advertising video on demand. Yeah. So this is the one where it's like, yeah, we're not paying. There's no subscription here. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no premium to it. It's free. Uh, but they make their money because the more people watch it, the more they make in ad- advertising dollars. Um, so it's great for indie filmmakers because it gives them a platform and there might not be a lot of money in it, but it gives yeah. them a pl- but it gives them a platform, right? Uh, to, to be seen. So you and I talked about this and we decided we would be like, okay, the first couple of weeks of this year, we're going to look at some Tubi originals mm-hmm. before we, before we branch off into other low budget indie horror. But, but, you know, you got to give Tubi its chance because it's been so good. Shutter and Tubi have been so good to the indie horror community. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. This is where we got to start. Mm-hmm. So we can start with my pick, which, which was a regrettable one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of was looking around and I, and I thought, oh, I looked at the Toby originals. I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to start. Gonna, there's a few boxes that got ticked for me around yeah. war, of the war of the world's annihilation. Mm-hmm. Now, first off, there's, there's so much B movie positivity about this that I had to watch it. One is I love how they used public domain names to try to lure people in. Yes. I mean, and public, well, the public domain work that it's based off of as well, too. Yeah. Yes. War of the worlds. You're allowed mm-hmm. to say war of the worlds. Mm-hmm all you want so why not say war of the worlds and people go huh war of the worlds uh there's lots of public domain stuff this is box tick tick number one for b movie like yeah if you find this two it had william baldwin in it right on the cover oh that goes right that goes number one instead of number two william baldwin it depends how you <laughs> want to do it but william baldwin you know we just don't see enough of him he, he really is yeah He's really a top tier Baldwin. The only way it could get better is if it was like William Baldwin and um, like Martin Cove in a movie or like William Baldwin and Eric Roberts in a movie. I mean, you take oh. any of those kind of like lineups on there. Are you watching yeah. Eric, Are you watching Eric Roberts and the Righteous Gemstones? Oh, I did not know he was on it, but I will. Uh, well, that's a selling point for me. I'll watch that because I started watching that show and then people were talking. We were talking about that a little bit last week and I've heard people talking about it more. 
Uh, but if Eric Roberts in it, oh, then oh. then I will watch it right after the right after we record. Yes. Oh yeah, Eric Roberts. Um, <laughs> it's Eric Roberts, and he goes opposite John Goodman in a bunch of stuff. I'm sure it's it's, it's a, a, a yeah ninety nine percent. That's sure it's Eric fucking Roberts. great. Now is it? Do uh, they do one episode a week, or is it all bingeable? It's one. It's one a week. Member of the Roberts acting family, brother of Julia and father of Emma, Eric Roberts joins the cast of The Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. No, Julia says that she is the sister of Eric Roberts. That yeah. everybody knows. Her That's, relation is to him, not his yes, relation to her. About our so yeah, no, Eric Roberts, who <laughs> yeah. is just a staple of indie low budget crap, showed up here, and I was like, oh hell yeah, Eric Roberts getting getting his getting his time in the time in the in the limelight. So anyhow, then mm-hmm. the third factor about this, which is always the one that I get, you know, it, it could be awesome, it mm-hmm. could be shitty, is that it was made by the Asylum. So. Yeah. So now what I always appreciate about appreciate about the asylum is, well, first off, they were the ones that brought us Titanic too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> just, the most shameless sequel ever made. Just awesome. Just awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and and it made me think. I said, like, did the asylum do a deal with Tubi Original? Are we gonna see like a pile of asylum movies on it? I've always loved it. They just have zero shame. Like it's just oh, they must have upped their income too by doing a deal oh. with Tubi. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're just pure exploitation. Like that, that's that's all they are. But then then I started watching it, and the problem with some asylum movies is that all of a sudden, while they while they tick all these boxes by casting, you know, Baldwin brothers and stealing names mm-hmm. that they can use and stuff, every once in a while they do something that turns it wrong for me, which is they take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And this this the war of the world's annihilation took itself a little too seriously although there was some pretty funny low budget stuff in it <laughs> there was a, there's like the the aliens themselves and then the and i mean the, the act is i love it when the acting is like actually good but they're mm-hmm. in an that they're in an asylum movie yeah yeah they get uh, confused about what movie they're in <laughs> yeah they get they're like really really throwing out a good performance but it, this is an asylum movie or maybe um, they hadn't seen an asylum movie before and they're like we're going straight for like regular drama right Let's yeah yeah right, right. You, want to, <laughs> yeah. you want to play this one serious right um so anyhow my first foray into the tubi originals mm-hmm. and i'm not going to go ahead and say it was the best but it is worth checking out just because it's called war of the world it is by mm-hmm. asylum william baldwin's in it. It, it, it actually to be honest it felt like they had some budget because some of the cg effects were pretty good there's yeah. some pretty good scenes in it i wasn't terribly offended by it but um you know i i, I don't know what i call it a good c plus if you like your your asylum and you know, if you if 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 you want to see a William Baldwin movie mm-hmm. this month, it's 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 a decent William Baldwin movie. Yeah, you know what's funny about Asylum is that they uh, first in their their roots, they're like total art house. They used to make like these serious, like very like dramatically based like art house movies mm-hmm. that would only play in like a couple of theaters, you know, on like you know, LA and New York or whatnot. And then all of a sudden they became like the company that made the mockbusters. But what's funny about them with the War of the Worlds is that that's the, like one of the titles they don't have to change because it's public domain. Usually like if they're making fun of Transformers, they're like Transmorphers or like some yep. super cheesy alternate name. But this time they don't have to do it, but they did add Annihilation at the end of it on the title. Well, be- well because it's kind of, it feels like, oh, this is the continuation of every War of the Worlds we've seen. <laughs> yeah. I, should, I, should, I should kind of mention what's about too. So it's it's essentially the same as other War of the Worlds, but it's a, it's a, it's in the wake of a punishing alien invasion. The only hope a mother and son have for survival lies in the discovery of an unthinkable truth. 
So yeah, um, yeah it's it's uh, it's an alien invasion movie. There's some weird stuff that it starts off with this fog that kills people, and then it then we you know then we see the aliens. You know, uh, of course, it comes in way later um, <laughs> before we before we see them. But it's it's what you would expect from a, a um, uh, an asylum version of War of the Worlds. It's got some. It, it's you know, my first foray. It's not bad. I'm gonna pick something different. Obviously, mm-hmm. for, for next week, I want to double down. I'm gonna I'm gonna do two straight weeks of Tubi originals to be discussed. Yeah, but uh, but there you go. If you like William Baldwin, you like knockoff War of the Worlds sci-fi movies, Asylum, yeah. whatever. Go check out War of the Worlds Annihilation. Um, I always have an appreciation for Asylum. Asylum is, you know, I I, I love I like what they do on paper. I like what they do. I just wish at times they didn't take themselves so seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And I still have good memories of Asylum by going to my local Hollywood video store uh, years ago when the video stores were still operating and watching the families think that that was the new movie that came out, not realizing it was a mockbuster and renting it and getting screwed over each time. Every, and that would bring me great entertainment. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Um, I mean, just just to keep going on the Asylum. I mean, that's their whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. but, but, but just looking at upcoming Asylum movies going onto their website. Uh, we have Planet Dune. Yeah, nice. I wonder what that's off of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> J- Jungle Run. Okay. <laughs> With Richard Grieco, nonetheless. Yeah, see, this is what we're expecting from like War yeah. of the Worlds, but I guess. Since oh, and then, of course, just to, just to bookend it, mm-hmm. Eric Roberts in Megaboa. Oh, nice. Excellent. That could be so, like a. That oh, versus Anaconda or just Megaboa by itself, or yeah, maybe just starting yeah. a brand new franchise. Yeah, and this is the oh, type yeah. of stuff we expect with um, with um, with Asylum. Uh, Especially just, that creativity and name changes too. That's so good. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, good. so anyhow, I, I will always give props to uh, mm-hmm. to the Asylum. Um, so there you go. That's my take. Now mm-hmm. you also double. You also checked out a Tubi original that we're going to, we're going to yeah. talk about. So uh, where were you at? What did you watch? This one brand spanking new on Tubi original. Like, this is a weird thing. It's like, I looked up Tubi originals just as like a search and they brought up like a staple of their, you know, their shark yeah. movies and some of the other stuff that you mentioned more of the worlds. But then when I looked on our new releases, it showed us Tubi releases, Hellblazers. That's because it was so gosh darn brand spanking new either that or their, uh, website was was like all screwed up but well, i think it was funny, just because like, yeah, you just told, added it yeah you, you told me about it i couldn't find it i didn't yeah. I, I didn't know it was there so yeah this is you were ahead of the curve on uh on this okay so this is another one of those satanic panic kind of movies um so this set in the 80s uh satanic uh cult unleashes hell on earth well basically they just unleash like one demon on there so they do this incantation and billy zane does this incantation a bunch of guys in robes and so they sacrifice somebody and then out comes a demon of this giant pit that they dug. And then, uh, so then the rest of it is like this small town, basically this new sheriff comes in and then uh, Bruce Dern is there. It's like the crazy, uh, you know, like the crazy local guy with conspiracy theories and everything. And he's talking about basically like the, there's all these weird cult members in my property. And he's like, you guys got to come after him. He just starts spinning all this crazy stuff and how they're attacking the telephone lines and everything else just sounds like a total kook. Uh, but then the majority of the movie is actually spent fighting cult members, just kind of like thugging it out with them and not seeing the creature that comes out. And the creature, like when they show it, is actually kind of cool, except for the fact that like when it's like molting, when its horns are coming out and it's turning into a demon spawn, they have this uh, this effect like on the back of its head when the horns are popping through. I was like looking at the top of it and I was like, is that just chicken skin? Is that 
just like layers and flaps of chicken skin that are hanging across his head. They didn't go that low budget, did they? And I know my way in and around a chicken, both uh, uncooked and fried. And that was chicken skin that they had on the top of that demon's head when the horns were coming out. I was like, that's so low budget. But, but it was very creature light. But when they did show it, it totally transformed. At the end, it was cool looking. And they got rid of the chicken skin. Um, but it was, it was a shame because this cast of the movie is great. Like John Cassier as the Crypt Keeper was there. Um, you know, Bruce Dern, of course, who's like total Hollywood royalty. Uh, Adrian Barbeau uh, from the John Carpenter movies. Meg Foster also from the John Carpenter movies. Um, well, Billy Zane is the guy that like unleashes the demon at the end, and, of and course, then Tony, Tony Todd, Todd, of course, uh, yeah. Candyman. Um, he fights off some of the thugs. It sort of reminded me of um, the Void a little bit, you know, like when they had all those thugs, and you know, these thugs are trying to feed like the townspeople to the demon, so the townspeople have to fight them off. But like, like the Void. But if they didn't show us any of that cool Lovecraftian shit, if it was just like the thugs kind of like standing around. And they went like lower budget. And they're like, let's just pad out the story and have them like beat up these thugs, beat up these like cult thugs for a little bit in the robes. But so it just kind of got like stale and repetitive to me. But it's a shame because the cast is fantastic. It's the yeah. uh, it's the old bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Which, it wasn't, uh, it's watchable, but like it's one of those movies that you just kind of you see that like they're not really going to do anything new with it. And they're just going to kind of play out the same thing for a while until like the, until they show like the, the hell spawn at the end for a little bit and then you get your finale and then the movie's over. But um, hmm. yeah, well it's, um, it's actually written and directed by Justin Lee um, who did Badland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty cool. He did, he did, he did a bunch of them. He's kind of in this space. He did final kill Badland, uh, a reckoning. And he yeah. will do. He did. Some, he's done so. Man, he pumps out movies. This guy, Hunters. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to find it. Oh, Hunters. That looks asylum like. Oh, I forgot. Of oh, he did. He, he, this this very well might be because Ian Zaring has been in some of his other movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just it was like it was promising, but then it just kind of seemed like it was a little bit lower effort. <laughs> so, so are we saying that? Um, uh, that uh, so far uh, the two B originals are are zero for two, or just like uh... oh, not a total bust, but I mean, I wouldn't watch it again, you know. And <laughs> kind of got like I basically was just watched it for the cast, you know, because there wasn't. I'm trying to find uh, company credits and stuff on it just to see. It was yeah, not this... Asylum. It was not Asylum officially. Yeah, this one of those movies that just seems like they kind of ran out of budget with. Uh, pretty early on, you know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's awesome. There's like four different people on it, but I mean, it's firm. They're they're firmly these are these are low budget, uh, low budget horror guys. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to look at some of the other stuff that produces. So I, I mean, to be honest, I have no idea how Tubi picks these films up, right? Like, like, and I'm assuming Tubi's not paying too much either for Tubi originals. Yeah, but uh, um, but yeah, I, I hope all these guys have like agreements with them and we could see some more stuff like hey both of these though like on one thing it's like mm-hmm. all right they didn't knock it out of the park where we're talking yeah. about the next you know where we're giving it a like a 10 mm-hmm. out of 10 and everyone's got to check it out however they both are b movies yeah they both are low budget mm-hmm. and they're both labeled to be original so like i think each of us is sees this as a good positive start to what we're finding yeah. there mm-hmm. and hopefully with a little more digging we can we can come back next week with with you know a better report back from a 2B original. Yeah. 
there's some other ones. I don't even know which one I'm going to do, but I was looking at some of the ones that were on there. It, it might be a shark, the shark one. Yeah, like there's a few shark options that we're seeing. Now they don't. Tubi Original does not have any Sasquatch options that I've seen so far. No, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah, but but you don't know that you're not done with 2022 yet. Mm-hmm. This also that's my other take on 2022. Yeah. This, is the, this is the year of the Sasquatch. Yeah, it's time to write a strongly worded letter to Tubi, encouraging them to make Sasquatch content, or we will pull our uh, free money out of their um, free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think this is this is this is the year of the B movie, uh-huh. and as well the year of the Sasquatch. <laughs> yes. yes. And, and 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 all we can do is hope that they replace sharks as the. Uh, I still don't know why sharks are, are like. Do they? Like I, I was even like Alicia Silverstone's in a new shark movie that had like actual real budget behind it. Like they're actually making real shark yeah. horror movies still. I can't remember what it was called. I was really, I was like, really? They just don't stop. Like, it is it, are sharks that? I guess I mean sharks are terrifying when done mm-hmm. right. But I mean, a, 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 you know, a Sasquatch is pretty terrifying. Yeah, damn right, man. Or pretty hilarious. Whichever way you want. Whichever <laughs> way you want to go. Whichever way you want to go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So anyhow, that's my uh, that, that yeah. But, but we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're not giving up hope on two the originals next week. We're we're coming back, hopefully with two that rank higher than these two. But, yeah, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that Tubi Originals does a deal with the makers of Suburban Sasquatch to give us a proper sequel. Yeah, and I think what we do here, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying these were bad. Like, I'm not saying these were bad movies. I didn't actually watch yours because I didn't even know it existed yeah. because it wasn't on the list that I saw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not also not going to lie. Uh, War of the Worlds Annihilation, it took mm-hmm. me two tries to get through it. Uh, yeah. I may have missed large chunks by falling asleep on the couch a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad, you know. It's 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 a have a few beers, sit down, and you can get through it, and uh, type of deal. Uh, so, but you know, we're not we're not giving negative reviews here by any means. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, they were. This one was passable. I just thought it had a lot more potential that I would have liked to have seen. I, I agree a hundred percent too. My only real knock on War of the Worlds Annihilation is that it took itself too seriously. Yeah, I thought I thought I was like, if they had had just a nod that it was it was a goofy B movie, I think mm-hmm. it could have been way better it yeah. would have gone up a couple and uh it sounds like hellblazer just needed a little more budget to get through the <laughs> to see the monster a little bit more yeah yeah all right cool i mean I, that's all i got this is our start to 2022 we're going to concentrate on finding indie horror b-movie gems um our con- our search continues yeah absolutely we will see you next week and we dive back into the Tubi Originals, um, let's see, what would it be? A uh, treasure box? Dumpster box? <laughs> treasure box. What do we the, <laughs> the dumpster fire, the dumpster fire of Tubi Originals. Uh, and, and I mean looking that, for looking for uh for, for gems in there. And, and and I mean that in the best way, in the yeah. best way possible. And then and then from there, we're gonna start uh, we'll be casting the net a little further and trying to find like stuff that we think people can uh, give a shit about. So that's it. That's what we're doing this year. Uh looking for hidden gems. Um, yeah, and if we are, if there's a filmmaker out there or yeah. someone out there who has a hidden gem, yeah. feel free to go to deadharvey.com, uh, find our email address, uh, or follow us on social. But shoot us a note if there's something you want us to review or take a look at. Always happy to review stuff, yeah, absolutely, and uh, help people get their movies, indie filmmakers get their movies out there. Yep, all right, 100%. so we will see you next week when we uh, we revisit our Tubi original selections. All right, until next week, until next week. <laughs>